you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. All right, we're back on. We're rolling. Yeah, let's get into it. This is a this is kind of a fun topic, and it's so new and and kind of out there. I think everyone has done this before. You know, all your major universities in some way, shape, or form. But uh, now there's a level of transparency added to it. Yeah, that's name, image, and likeness. N I L. N I L. I think this would be uh, really interesting for you guys because. You have a college athlete. Your daughter I is do. a soccer player for Colorado State. So, yeah. like, there's some opportunities there now, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's kind of crazy how all this is progressing and what things, you know, athletes now can have and get. I mean, what is your take on all this? I feel like you know a ton about it with doing all your I, I, announcing I, and in the <laughs> sports world. Right. And, you know, trying to stay plugged in and, and yeah, covering uh, the collegiate um, baseball league, the Corn Belt League all summer, Thursday night baseball over the station. I got to talk to a lot of these college athletes Mm and uh, the people that represent them or or their agents. And uh, it is just a straight up wild, wild west. And there has been some preliminary numbers that have come back and somewhere like 88 percent of the monies. Uh, that student athletes have been able to make Division One level uh, after the first month of NIL has been through social media. Yeah, you know whether that be selling hats or subscribing to their podcast, uh, whatever the case may be, it's pretty much the lion's share has all been through social media, and I think that's different from what people thought was going to happen, and that is. Uh, the Alabama quarterback's going to go down to the Chevy dealership and sign footballs for a couple Saturdays. <laughs> yeah, that That's probably going to happen, but that's not where they're making their money right now. Did people really think that was going uh, to – I guess I just would have thought social media would be the big thing. But It's the quickest, and it's the biggest turnaround. And there's a company out of Lincoln uh, by the name of Open Doors founded uh, by some former Husker football players – and it's just turnkey. They just have to sign up for it. And now that gives you, the business owner, access to all these athletes that have signed up through this platform. Okay. And all you got to do is uh, send them, say, okay, just wear my hat and tell people that they need to buy their hat if they want to be cool as you. And I mean, just have a light description and then huh. they put it on their Facebook, Twitter, whatever. You know, they have a list of their their mediums. And it is. It's a... I'm sure there's going to be more platforms to follow. Oh, there's got to be. But this has been set up for a while now, and professional athletes have been using this. Uh, if they don't want to go through this guy or that guy or whatever, you know, the service is set up. So there's a lot of college athletes that do it, especially in the Midwest, that are using this uh, this form. And, you know, I I think everybody's on board that, man, they want, they want the uh, student athlete to be able to sell their own name image and likeness nil um but there's a lot of reservations that go with that and i was i'm very curious as to what you guys think because i feel your perspective might uh matter more than most in that you do have a college athlete but it's not a football player at a prominent (laughs) school you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's really on the other side of it so you're right in the middle of it but you're not you know what i mean you're not in the you're not in the limelight 
Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, to begin with, like you said, people were kind of speculating on what it would turn into. And I think just because of what we're involved in day-to-day with our business, mm-hmm. 100% out of the gate, it was, of course, it's gonna, social media is going to yeah. drive their their brands and their businesses. Um, you know, their own individual businesses, their own individual likenesses. Right. Um, I think a lot of those people probably already have done that, and that's the thing. You know, so I'm not big on following a bunch of athletes and stuff like that on social media, mm-hmm. but I can pretty much guarantee that we could go out there and find a bunch of them, a bunch of college yeah. athletes. Oh, yeah. Prior to all of this, that have a very good presence mm-hmm. and a very good following. So you can immediately monetize that. The, the highest earner, uh, and they wouldn't disclose it all, um, made. 212, somewhere in the range of over $200,000 in one month through NIL. And I think the highest earner, or who came out of the gates just blazing, was a gymnast out of LSU. And, I mean, you know, just a a cute little gymnast. Right. um, But now has the power to sell her name, image, and likeness. So that's a success story, and you love to see that. But I am curious to see the fallout, too. Like, what what do all of her teammates think of that? Because they're not knocking down $200,000 a month. Yeah. And I'm sure she won't every month. But still, that's a pretty good cash grab uh, for a student athlete. Especially when you're in college yeah. and you're eating ramen noodles. And... No, not anymore. Uh, there's so, yeah, I mean, there's so <laughs> okay, many dang things it, that there. Was <laughs> I think, uh, you know, there's always going to be something that people are not going to like about everyone else that they're around. You know, so sure. prior to this, it would have been like, Oh, well, you know, her scholarship's so much better or, Mm -hmm. oh, they always, you know, serve her first when we go to lunch or, I'm sure it was always something stupid. So there's always going to be something. Um, Okay. Now I get that. And there's always going to be a rub. Okay. Especially in team sports, even though gymnastics is kind of an individual thing, but uh, playing devil's advocate here, uh, let's say I'm a football player. I'm a receiver, and I'm coming off a year where I almost had 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, and I've been approached with all these deals. And I know that from month to month, it's contingent that I'm getting mine. I'm getting my yards. I'm getting my touches. I'm getting my touchdowns. And we get this new offensive coordinator that wants to run the ball, and the running back's like, finally, we're going to get some love. Well, I'm I'm kind of pissed off now because I'm, I'm losing money as a college athlete. Just think of the – the, the friction that's going to cause, mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, in a I locker room. I, I just think you're going to see some really wild stories that wouldn't have been there in the past. And I'm right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, I, I agree with you, Ben. There's always going to be a friction there. But now that you're throwing a possible $200,000 out of my pocket on top of that, I think you're you really going to see. add money in the mix of yeah. most things. Yeah. Oof, could yeah. get ugly. I agree that money will heighten the tension, but I guess I want to believe that prior to all this existing, just that pride and that drive and that wanting to perform and wanting to be in the spotlight and all that would have drove a lot of that tension anyway, sure. you know, if that scenario okay. came around. And, you know, I was playing devil's advocate and I, I, I think you're right there, but I I do believe you're going to see some cases, especially on teams that aren't winning, you know, yeah. That, yeah. that, you know, the bowl game's not out there. Or, you know, we're not going to make the playoffs uh, or get invited to this invitational. So it's all about me now. Like I got to, my star has to shine, you know, and if we're not going to win anyway, why are we trying to run the ball? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, if we're not going to win the game mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. So I think um, to kind of like boil it down a little bit or take it to some basics, a lot of people that you talk to prefer to watch college sports over pro sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to ask, like, why is that the case? And I've got some some feelings on that, but like if you just think about that up front, what like what would you think someone would say? Like, why is that the case if they really thought about it? Well, because I'm part of that team. I'm an alum, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm not a. <laughs> I never was a professional athlete, you know. So I'm not invested uh, in that pro team like I am the university that I went mm-hmm. to. I mm-hmm. think that's just right off the cuff. That's where my mind goes. I think that totally makes sense. What I was thinking, though, was the kind of the connection that the viewer has with the player, which is also kind of what you're saying, the college player as opposed to the pro player. And I think a huge part of that is the income. Mm. And a lot Mm -hmm. of these pro players, especially the ones that get all the hype, um, you know, they're making a lot of money. Sure. And it, and it changes who they are, and it makes them act in a certain way, and it becomes repulsive in one way or another to a lot of people. So then a lot of people are like, man, I want to watch these college kids play, man. They're just out there. Yeah. Having fun, working hard. Yep. Just yeah. grinding it out, learning how to li- live life, mm-hmm. having to work for absolutely every. Not that pro players don't have to work. Of course they do, but they're making a lot of damn money. I think, uh, and I had this discussion with my father a few weeks ago, uh, his professional baseball team, they had high hopes this year, the Minnesota Twins. They were supposed to win the division. Uh, they were favored to win the division and then make the playoffs and all that good stuff. And right out of the gate, they did poorly, really bad. And then one guy got hurt. So then the next guy got hurt. Yeah. And then you have a huge injury list where everybody's on what used to be called the DL. Now they're on the IL uh, injury list. And they just can't seem to get right, you know. And, and I think that's the disgust or the disdain we have with some of these pro athletes. When they know it's not in their best interest to go out there and play ball, they're making millions and millions of dollars anyway, so they don't even care. So they don't care about the team. They don't care yeah. about the fans. It really boils my blood when a guy will get invited to play in an all-star game, and I don't care if it's the NBA or MLB, whatever, and they turn it down or they piss and moan about it. It's like, that used to be an honor. You should be yeah. honored that kids are voting on you, grown-ups are voting on you, to see you play an exhibition game just to show us how good you are. And you're scoffing at it because you're not making enough money to go play in that or perform. Like it really, I mean, I'm wearing kind of, you know, my heart on my sleeve here, but it pisses me off. Yeah. It does. And, yeah, there is that that fear that college athletes will go down that path if they're making this type of money. And, uh and Nick Saban had already said, their starting quarterback this year, he's a new guy, uh, underclassman. He hasn't started a game for Alabama, and he's already made over a million dollars or rated a million dollars in endorsements. Oh, my gosh. Isn't really? That, yeah. Isn't that crazy? A kid, whatever he is, 19, 20 years old, and he's already got a million dollars just in his back pocket. Wow. And, yeah. and, and, you know, to go back to that, I want to be fair. I, you know, I think it's like anything else. You know, a couple of bad apples ruin the bunch. Mm-hmm. And you know that this isn't—it's not like this with all pro athletes. But there's a number of them that do act in those certain ways, and then it makes people feel that way. In college, you just don't get that, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, being at the level that I am of a fan, and I would imagine like 
you know, people that are really into it, mm-hmm. that's got to be a big part playing because what happens when these kids start making millions of dollars and they're yeah. just like, Mindset man, they changes. start wearing stupid shit and like <laughs> doing weird videos and, yeah. you know, and it's like, yeah. what the heck is going on here, happen. man? You know, it is, gonna, it is, it is going to happen to a certain extent. And, uh, you already see, even with uh, the definition now, they're not allowed to, uh, promote certain entities or business, mm-hmm. like gambling, alcohol, uh, pornography, which, okay. I, uh, so once again, since you're a student athlete, I'm going to think for you, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to handcuff you here. I mean, I think if, if you're 21, shoot, if you're 18, I don't care. Isn't it a free country? If I want to say a word for Coors Light or Bush Light, I should be able to do that. Yeah. But that's, yeah. <laughs> even in this new documentation, the NIL, they're telling kids. That, they yeah, still have a little. Yeah. So. Hold it, on that. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, we're just trying this out. And that that's, that's one thing that a lot of folks are going back and forth with, not jumping in on, uh, is how vague this definition really is that came down from the Supreme Court. I mean, I've I've talked to agents where they're like, we have no idea what we can do, but we are jumping in with both feet. <laughs> so is it more or less they're doing things and then asking for forgiveness of something? Don't even have to ask for forgiveness right now. Okay. Because it's just, there's it just, so much gray. Just oh. go for it. Do and there's probably do. so much going on that, you know, what do are they th- catching? What are they yeah. not? Yeah. Do you, you know? think they're going to tighten things up? I mean, that's that's the, I, I don't know if fear is the right word. That's the fear. So we're just, everyone's just coming out guns blazing, getting in on it. Okay. Uh, the center uh, for the uh, Huskers, Cam Jurgens, they always called him uh, Jerky or something like that. So he came out with Cam Jurgens Jerky. <laughs> he has his own oh big jerky gosh. company. And from what I've seen, it's doing fairly well. He wears his own little promoting jerky hat during his post-practice interviews and what the hell? Why not? I, I really am. I know I feel like seem like an old fuddy-duddy or like I'm on the opposite end. But, no, I think these kids should be able to market themselves and sell themselves. And, you know, God damn it, if you have the gumption to get out there and promote yourself and sell a product that you will stand behind, go for it. That's you know? going to take some work and drive. To, <laughs> it is. It's like, again, I mean, kind of starting a business, but you're starting yeah. a brand. Uh you know, a uh, Nebraska volleyball player. The minute that this got passed, she opened her own clothing line. Holy cow! Yeah. So huh. like, uh, and I credit the young lady. Like that. That's awesome. Like you're into fashion. You know, she's always wearing fashionable clothes. Nice looking gal. Go for it. But there you have it, man. Is that going to create a rub in the locker room where you were already the pretty one? <laughs> now you have your own clothing yeah. line that you're catching. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like. Man, I could really see some uh, what you would think would be really good teams get split, especially if early in the season things don't go go your way or you drop a couple games you probably shouldn't have. Whose fault is it? Of course, it's the guy that's knocking down two hundred grand or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think uh, the you know we we talk about the big hits like that. You know, the hundreds of thousands of dollars and stuff like that because that's what mm-hmm. you're going to see and that's what you're going to hear about. Sure. But I think there's some realities, you know, if we go back to our daughter as an example, and if I understand all this correctly, um, so her being a D1 athlete at uh, at Colorado State, so now she could go to the community and take, like, some soccer programs mm-hmm. that are uh, youth soccer programs yeah. in the area because she plays soccer, and could they could 
recruit her for her likeness for yeah. her for her time she's putting in at the university and so on and so forth and and use her name and come to the program and say hey yeah. you know here's who we've got here this week she's going to come out she's going to do some training you know she's going to kind of show you how universities work blah 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 and she can make some money off of that you know and that's small yeah. time stuff that you're never going to hear about mm-hmm. but those are the kind of things that can really make difference for college sure. kids yeah you know well, to make those few bucks and kids growing up looking up to so some of those first month results that came back and i'm sure a little bit it's inflated because it's new you know and so everyone's gonna give it a shot but your average just the average mean there was there just over 400 bucks per athlete so like your daughter it, had she thrown her hat into the ring there she probably would have made around 400 bucks okay. uh, off this that or whatever um i'm interested to see because ea sports Football, NCAA mm-hmm. football. I remember that. I mean, they yep. were egregious how they would rip off a player's name, image, and likeness and not pay him a dime, right? Yeah. They all just went to the NCAA. And, and then we find out, well, what does the NCAA do? And then we're like, we don't know what we do. You know, I don't know. Charge people money? I don't know. But uh, will your daughter get a check from EA Sports, even if it's only 20 bucks, 40 bucks? But I mean, all athletes should be getting a cut of that now because they are just straight up now. Football, basketball, and I bet there's a soccer game coming out too. Yeah. And I bet, you know, your daughter would be on it if EA can produce that quick enough, you know, why she's right. still in school and all right. that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, there'll be something to that. And I think that's, I think it's a lot of those smaller things that's really good for these kids. Um, and, and there's some things you were talking about earlier. I was thinking about this. You know, you said, well, you know, it's ramen noodles, you know, at home every <laughs> night and so on and so forth. <laughs> There's something to that, you know, like the, the kids need to go through that. Yeah, I think you learn a lot. I mean, we moved her into an actual house a couple of weeks ago um, where four girls are staying mm-hmm. and they're all going to try to have to figure their stuff out. She's pumped as she can be going in here like it's the first her own kind of her own place, you know, that they're renting yeah. their own space to stretch their legs and do their thing. We're walking around as being adults looking at this going, oh, man, there's this and there's that and all like, this kind oh of stuff. Oh, my God, the carpet. Or but, like, oh, you're going to be a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that they got to go through that because those yeah. are the things that need to happen. But even so, previously before that, she was in an apartment. And before that, the dorms, I mean, they're old. Like even, again, it's like hey. Lincoln. I mean, some dorms are fancy and new swanky, but. I'm, I'm just saying my point is, is that they through. need some of this grind. Yeah. It builds character. And not have a $200,000 paycheck coming yeah. to you in yeah. month one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, they need to experience that. And she has put in time in college so far of having a job outside of school right. and right. and the and team sports. to be able to pay for her stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, if you're, if you're marketing your own NIL – that's going to be a job in and of itself. I yeah. mean, we know how it is trying to run social media and stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. still a job. So I, 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 I would promote that. But the point is, is that they got to grind it out. Like they got to learn some of that stuff at that level. Yeah. To really appreciate once you start, things start happening. So I think some of those kids are going to miss some of that. Like, well, they are. They're going to yeah. get the paycheck that their parents never even got. I think you the, know the just, ones that it's really going to hurt. Are your your blue chippers, your five star recruits that are going to come in with a lot of, you know, hoopla and press, and there there's thousands and thousands of these kids, and 
in football and basketball, you know, that I follow, even even in baseball, uh, just a, a pitcher, a flamethrower, you know, he's already in high school and he's already, you know, throwing 86, 87, and they just kind of flame out, you know, and there's – it's nothing against them. There's only 2% of your, you know, uh, student population are going to make it pro in any sport. Yeah. So it's unfair that these expectations are being put on these kids anyway when they're 16, 17, you know, heading off for college. Um, but they're going to sign, like you said, a deal for $200,000 mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they're not going to pan out and they're just going to become the butt end of a joke. Uh, and they're going to have this false sense of reality. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I just showed up. It's like, oh, no, you That's didn't. You know, actually, you're, <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're the freshman. You actually have to put in a little more effort than just always showing up to. I don't know. Yeah. There's uh, just, there's a lot. This is layered. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Getting into what you're saying, Ben. I never really thought about it that way with, you know. Building character. Know. Yes, you building know, character whole... and things getting handed to you. And not that this is not getting, I mean, they're working for this, right? Well, um, for these deals. And I don't know. Or, or is it that they came from high school um, and they were just large, you know, huge recruits and they really haven't even shown themselves? I mean, some of them could be freshmen right, right now, right? Like they haven't even stepped foot on the field, on the court, and they're already making this money. Yeah. So even before NIL, you already had, you know, basketball players. And we're talking top of the line here. You know, that's obviously where a lot of focus goes to. But they would take off their senior season just so they wouldn't risk getting injured. And it's like... So here we have a kid that hasn't played basketball since he was 16, but now he's, you know, and he is, he's the good, so he's going to Duke or North Carolina, whatever, and you know he's going to have the opportunity to sign some of these big NIL uh, deals, and he's probably, you know, if you play the odds, he has just as good odds as flaming out or not reaching that pinnacle uh, as he is to, like, make it. And I think that, you know, kind of to your point, Ben, that could, man, that could be damaging, like, this should be a time in your life where you do build character. You do figure out, like, oh, man, I'm just a freshman. I need to put in the time, figure this out. And instead, I'm worried about selling Ray-Bans on my fucking Twitter handle or whatever. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's just the Wild West right now. And I do think some – oh, I, I heard a good one on the radio earlier today. Not regulated, but monitor, monitor. They need to monitor it. What does monitor it mean? Yeah. Like, come like on. Call monitor? Like, no, come on. It's going to be regulated. We're going to yeah. see regulation come down. But I think more than anything, this is straight up a kind of a test time to see what happens, see the fallout. And then whether that's five years down the road, one year down the road, changes will be made. I, I'd be interested. I would love for us to get an agent or even an athlete on here that has kind of dip their toes in it to get their perspective because i'm sure they know more than i do all i all i know is from what i read you know in newspapers and on blog sites and everything else and from what i hear on the radio and from what i hear you know from from people that i talk to within the business so i mean i'm sure there's a lot happening that i don't even know yeah Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, and I, we, we've got a couple of folks that we know that I'm sure we can get on here eventually to chat about that a little bit, and I'm, I'm curious as well. I think these things, they all start from somewhere. Like, this this didn't just come out of nowhere. Like, it came out yeah. of right. some kind of necessity. And for me, when you boil it down, 
it's a matter of what a lot of these universities and colleges have done over the years to take advantage of the likeness of yeah. these players. Yeah. And that's what drove this is that I think it gave you know it made a lot of people mad saying mm-hmm. look at this school making all this money. Yeah. And you know my kid or or me or whoever the person is that's talking about this it, I'm not making a thing. I'm just out here yeah. grinding it out. You know, and I think that's, I think that's, you know, if you boil it down, if they would have just fixed that problem, because you can go into these schools and you can talk about all, you can talk about a hundred things of what coaches are getting paid and the amount of money that's coming through universities and on and on and on. And it's a lot of it's ridiculous. Oh, sure. But like, I feel like uh, a good coach, whether it be football, basketball, college volleyball, they're worth it. They're worth every penny Mm -hmm. uh, because of the. The money that that generates. Yeah. So, like, uh, I get it. Like, how ridiculous. A guy's making a million dollars to tell someone to go tackle a guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. But, man, if he's good at doing that, he's worth every penny. Now, uh, along those lines, there are some really good feel-good stories that are coming out. And one that has come out is BYU. And I kind mm-hmm. of debriefed you guys on that. Yeah. And that's where a huge donor, a company of the university that – uh, has ties to BYU, came out, and all 36 walk-ons of their football team, they straight up paid for their tuition. That is sweet. So that the, basically their entire team now is on a full-ride scholarship. So, yeah, that is awesome. That mm-hmm. is really cool. And that I feel like that kind of puts the, the warning out there to everyone else. Well, here's here's the bar now. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. What can your donors do? <laughs> yep. So... Uh, a bar has kind of already been set, and uh, the football season at this point right now, as we're talking, hasn't even started. What's crazy to me, though, and as I think about the backside from a business standpoint, and and what does that really mean? You know, so that company has paid for those kids to go to school, mm-hmm. and so was it just a just a donation that they did, or like what what do they stand to gain? And and if that's the case, how could they? Why couldn't they have done that before? You know what I mean? All right. Well, that's amazing you said that because here's where I was going to go. I heard, well, that's what they were doing before. Now it's just being brought to the light. Yeah. You know, now it's not. We don't have to jump through all these hoops. We don't have to give the money to the university or a runner or some scum Mm -hmm. bucket that's going to try and figure out how to give it to the kids Mm -hmm. and hope that the kids use it correctly. Now it's just straight up uh, this protein bar. It's a protein bar out of Utah is just straight up able to give the money to the kids directly. To okay. the athletes. They just cut the check. Yep. And I'll tell you from a them. business standpoint, and I don't know this for a fact, but based on how we've run our business and, and what I've learned about accounting, and, and I try to keep all this in the accountant's hands because I'd screw it up, but now that company is allowed to say we have an advertising expense. Right. As yeah. opposed to we're doing a donation. Yeah. And, and So is that like a better write-off? The way I understand it, oh. an advertising expense works better oh. on your P&Ls and okay. on t- at tax time. All right. Okay. As far as the, how you want to put the numbers together. Yeah. So th- there's some of that stuff that's going on. So it's like, you know, you got to look at some of that stuff and kind of think, all right, what's, you Is know. It's kind of a write-off depending how what big are we, they are. What are we really doing here? Yeah, yeah. because. Well, yeah, a smart businessman's not going to do that and not gain something from it too. Yeah. And then and then the schools, like what what would be the school's motivation to take that product, whatever that company is that they're advertising. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who you said the company was. It's a protein bar. Yeah. Protein bars. Yeah. And, 
and and the school talk about it at all. They have no motivation to talk about it at all because they're not getting a dime. Nope. So if he can get some of those players to talk about it, like on their social media and so on and so forth, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that helps. Well, I mean, this was a big splash deal, and obviously the university was on board with it because the release came over their social media channels, and they did it like after post practice or during a meeting or something like that when they did the reveal. And uh, on your second part of the question, the payoff for that, uh, just on a strict business scale, not saving taxes, not a write-off or anything like that, um, I feel like every high school in Utah now, those kids are going to be buying Built Bars or whatever that yeah. brand is. Oh, like, there's totally. no way. And even if I'm a fan of BYU, which they are na- nationwide, they're a nationwide brand. I feel like if you're an alum or you follow that team, that program, and there's two types of protein bars, you, you know, it's at the gas station. Feel good. Like, you feel good about that. Of, yeah, you're going to get that. Of course I'm going to yes. buy that brand. Absolutely. Even if I'm not a BYU fan, I'm mm-hmm. even like, man, I think, I, you know, that, that was pretty cool that you did that. So uh, there's a... What was the brand you know, again of the... I think it's Built Bars. Built Bars. Yeah. Oh, God, we might have had those before. Are those in grocery stores? Oh, they're so good. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't Wait, know. are they in grocery stores or is it just a Utah thing? I, I, I bet 50 bucks I've never had one. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not betting you. <laughs> you don't really eat protein bars. Nope. We eat a lot of them. And yeah, exactly. Andy, do you? It's it's Built Bar. Yeah, Built Bar Company. Let me see the logo uh, let's on that see computer. Here. They pull up their kind of creepy looking mascot, but he's a good dancer if you've ever been <laughs> Oh. BYU. The Cougar. Okay. He's got yes, some moves. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like. <laughs> Sorry, Scary. there it is. <laughs> Oof. I, I, uh, okay, built see. bar. Yeah. yeah, well, we may just have to get some. So yeah. That is cool. But to your point, yes, if I saw a few bars sitting there, right. knew the story. I feel like that's a brilliant move mm-hmm. for them, especially if they're at the point where they're going to be dropping 200000 in advertising anyway or they need a, a tax write-off or a blend of both. Like, like that's a great way to move it, and I've – and that's that's their clientele. That's who they're looking for is athletes, especially younger athletes looking to uh, play collegiately. So yeah. I don't think there's a better source of advertising or way to spend your money if you have the capabilities and that's the point that you're at as a company. Something like that. Big splash move. And I think I, you do. You feel good for those those football players. And I'm sure there's tons of those stories. I mean, this is just oh, yeah. one, but, gal, I like hearing that. And that's – uh, and I heard, you know, the skeptical guy saying, you know, those things are already happening. It's just now that they're coming yeah, out. Yeah, everyone gets to see it. it yeah. Yeah. You know, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how all this plays out and like when they start trying to lock down things and what moves yeah. things, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of companies that have a lot of money to spend and need to spend it from a marketing standpoint, from an advertising, you know, their advertising mm-hmm. budgets. And this will definitely come into play for them. For us, we're, you know, the arena that we're in where we um, deal with this merchandising and social media and those types of things, there's a lot of hay to be made there. Oh, yeah. Uh, And there's already, I mean, you talked about some folks getting involved in that. So an idea just shot through my head, and you can see I brought my my ID, my idea book here. Oh, yeah. I told some guys, if you ever catch a hold of some of my old ones, just please don't open it. There's some scary stuff in there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying all my ideas are good. In fact, they're probably mostly bad. But, okay, let's go back to your guys' daughter, collegiate D1 
a soccer player mm-hmm. at a great program. Colorado yeah. State's no joke. The Rams, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right now, what? Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, put uh, up the fingers. Uh, is that like the frog from TCU? Well, I don't know. <laughs> You've got to bend the pinky. They're all kind the of the same. Finger. It just depends on the angle so that you like get. it looks like the ram. All right. Oh. Dude, now, I don't think they were. Do, does the competition to the other teams in the conference, do they do a horns down? You know, oh, like, like, how they, like they're dead? Well, like oh. how they mock Texas, the horns down. Oh, I'm sure. yeah. probably. Yeah. I don't know. No, I would never do that. I've always been a Rams fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were. Anyway, yes. Sorry, go ahead. Anyway, back uh, where the hell were we? I don't know. <laughs> no, what but were uh, you I think it would be uh, something to explore. Like, let's say your daughter comes out with a brand called like Kickback, where it's all about self defense for young women, and she's a collegiate soccer player. And you guys have the backing. You guys do merchandising, and you can have Kickback T-shirts, Kickback hats, all this stuff. And then throw the caveat out there. That all all these monies or most of these monies are going to go to college athletes that have been affected some way to bullying or this or that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, to women that have affect that have been affected uh, in some way, shape, or form, where you know they needed to quote unquote kick back. Okay. You know, like man, I I feel there's just so many opportunities out there if. And it doesn't matter what college they go to if they want to get creative enough yeah. with it. If and they want to go after it, and like you said, Ben. A churn key way to do it is is the merch. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but they got to be all in too. I mean, I feel oh, like yeah. you know, not just doing it just to make a dime. Well, but yes, to your point, I would think you would want to get chats, all of it. Yeah, you get Huge. Colorado State involved, and you get a couple other teams involved in the conference. Then you get a couple other teams outside of the conference. Like that, it could be a na- national thing, and you by no fault of your own. You were just the first to figure it out, and it was a good idea or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just rallies. You never know what's going to hit. Yeah. So I do think we're going to see some really neat and cool stories like that and, and that are going to a good place where that is supporting organizations that good are dealing. Causes. Yeah, good yes. causes. Yeah. So. so Something that you touched on there that I think is also an important thing is the fact that these kids, um, they, they don't know. They haven't been through this. They don't, they don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. and what they're getting themselves into. And I think there's a lot of companies, I mean, inevitably, there's going to be a lot of them that are going to take advantage of that. Yeah. Oh, and sure. And they're probably going to make them look like fools. Yeah. Um, so so how, do you, you know, how do they combat that? I mean, you know, with life experience, by the time you start talking about these pro players and what they've been through, they've at least mm-hmm. got a better grasp on that. But most of them have agents. Right. And a lot of these college kids don't. So... Does that increase that market now? It, yeah. Would it be smart? Is there more of a need for agents? Oh, I think so. To, to help yeah. just protect them. Yeah. You know, from doing something stupid, from getting involved in something dumb that's going to come back to them down the road. I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of cases where a lot of high school kids are already talking to agents because it's already, you know, now it's legal. And why wouldn't you? You know, if you know your son or daughter has a chance at making it in D1 and there's some uh, interest there. And, you know, he's already been doing interviews with the local newspaper and this or that. Why wouldn't you want to get an agent just for what you're talking about? Yeah. And I think, you know, the agents probably are now, again, like you said, helping these college kids or about, you know, to start college. Right. But what is the, I don't know. I just keep thinking, I mean, what if the, what's the fallout on that? Like what's the risk for the agent on that? They haven't even gone pro. And I almost feel like maybe 
this is back to what we were saying. Everything that was already being done somehow, some way, is now being just brought to light and being allowed to do. Uh, even though you couldn't talk to an agent, you'd have to talk to a representative or whatever the case may be. Uh, and that's not the case now. You can actually just straight up talk to an agent, not have to worry about it, and go to dinner with the agent. Uh, and it's just all, all out on the table. There's no runner. There's no middleman. There's no uncle that's going to get caught in the middle, yeah. muck it all up. So in that regard, I feel like there probably is a lot of good things that are coming from this. It's just like a lot of things where there's so much money on the table, you, you get worried. And I think that's where where I'm at with it. And I, I don't want to be a pessimist or a worried type of guy, but man, you can see that there's going to be, there's going to be problems and yeah. what the hell, there's and always just young kids. I just yeah. keep thinking. Yeah. Ugh. So I'm Hopefully probably the parents step in. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know? There's good parents out there everywhere. Right. Everywhere. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I think there's a lot more worry and things being blown out of proportion. And we're focusing on like the, the two or three percent of the high earners when really we should be talking about, you know, your your offensive linemen that don't that are never going to be in the limelight. Like, how is this going to affect them? Yeah. How is this going to help them? How is this going to help your your basketball team? If you're not a basketball school, but, you know, you still have a basketball program, how does that help those guys or change what they do? That's that's probably going to be the more fascinating story that really comes out of all of this, you know, five, ten years down the road. For sure, how it's going to help those those folks, and uh, I think what it's going to do to the university's budgets, because it has to inevitably it has to pull money from that. I mean, right. they're going to be moving money from the school to the kids, right? So, how is that going to look here in a few years once that starts working its way through? So then, the colleges aren't getting as much funding for actual programs themselves. I mean, depending on who you are and what you're selling and what you're trying to do, why not just go straight to the player? Yeah. I mean, that's that's who people want are listening to. That's who people are interested right. in anyway. Yeah. Um, and it might kind of send things back to where we kind of want it to be anyway. Like, would anyone really be tore up if tuition went down? Right. <laughs> you know? No, but isn't that the risk, though, then, too? Again, you're putting your money on some athlete rather than you know that college isn't going anywhere that athlete could go somewhere yeah, the they thing could is that get there's, hurt there's they a could potential, transfer there's a potential for your money to go further when you're at the source so so it's the risk like which risk well there's do you risk want? either way yeah i mean what, but, if, if you're giving money to the university and you're and you're hoping that the university is going to advertise for you and that they're going to make the kids you know drink your product or whatever it right. is, talk about it. You know, hopefully that happens. You know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, whatever. But your dollars are going to be worth more when it's going straight to the person that you're asking to do it Right. if they go ahead and do it. I mean, there were some really just gross stories coming out, like from the late 80s and early 90s where uh, like Nike or Reebok, you know, whatever shoe brand, we'll say shoe brand A, made a deal with the coach and said, all right, you're going to wear a pin on your suit for every game. And you're going to make your team buy our sneakers, and they got to buy A, B, or C brand. And these kids had to buy those sneakers out of pocket. And, you know, there's a few players that couldn't afford it. And that story, you know, of course, hit <laughs> the local papers and this and that. And it's like, oh, how could Nike or how could Reebok do this? And, yeah, it is. It's pretty screwed up when the coach is signing a 300000 600000 at the time type of dollar deal to force these kids to buy shoes that they can't even afford. You know, like, 
Yeah. I mean, that, that was a PR nightmare, and I'm sure there's going to be more to come out. But this is why you, you made a great point early on there, Ben, where this whole NIAL deal all came about due to factors like that, where it was just taken advantage of so much so to where it was so ugly where people were like, this just doesn't make sense and it's not right. Mm-hmm. Kids should be able to market themselves. Students, people should be able to take responsibility for their own name, image, and likeness. And there, I think the bottom line is that I 100% agree with that. And then they have to 100% take on the obligations that they have to the job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now that they have skin in the game. Yeah, I there could be a lot of good things that come from that. And what what the what the school and the team is requiring of them, they have to stay focused on that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah. most of these kids, the ones that are going to be getting paid, especially the ones in the limelight, are on full scholarships. Mm-hmm. You know, the school has is paying them to be there in one way or another. Right. They can't forget about that. That's job number one. Yep. Yeah. So in a in an actual good way this could really help everyone's focus go up you know like mm-hmm. i just said the kids have actual skin in the game you know they don't have that resentment like oh the university is making all this money on mm-hmm. me and de- off yeah. of me and i don't get anything out of it no here you go you get as much as you want as much as you want to you know work for or, or have the opportunity to get go get it yeah yep but it is another probably job in itself it is so, totally yeah let's see if they can do it yeah, the some fall- will, some won't. The, the the fallout and what we learn here within the next year, five years, ten years, is going to be fascinating. It like is. I, I really want to, if I could ever push a fast forward button, you know, and wish my life away. Yeah. <laughs> I'd kind of like to just see what the heck's going to come of all this. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, definitely interesting, and there's it'll be something that we'll revisit for sure because yes, we this have is to. this is very like we're very early in this thing right now. Yeah. Because when this all come out, I mean, it was oh, like got a month o- ago. Yeah, yep, yeah, about a month I mean, ago was it at this point in time. Yeah. July. Mm-hmm. There's did it. Uh, there's a month worth of data that's being that got Produced. released a few okay. days ago, uh, and it was over the first month of earnings, and so that's where that two hundred thousand dollar mark came from. I think the highest earner made two hundred twelve thousand dollars in one month. I know for us and our business and what we're doing with branding and merchandising and, and design and on and on, it's something that I'm sure that we'll probably get involved in in one way or another. Sure. Um, so, you know, we'll have more stories to tell and kind of how all that's working. But I'm interested. I want to tune in. <laughs> yeah, it's a new it's a new horizon. It sure is. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys got anything else or what? No, that's it. Put Phil. a pin in it. Yeah, yeah I've been here long enough mouth. today. <laughs> Get out of here. All right, well, let me just do this one real quick. Ha-ha. That's about <laughs> it. All right. That's Cha-ching. A good time. Yep, cha-ching. Catch you later. See you.